You're listening to the Sunday Mornings at Bear Creek United Methodist Church podcast. Each week we replay the week sermon delivered by Pastor Leo Tyler. Bear Creek UMC is located in Houston, Texas. For more information, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org. God is interested in your health. I want you to know that. God is interested in your health. He's interested in the health of your spirit, your soul, and your body. This sermon series that we are starting today is all about us becoming as healthy as we can so that we can fulfill God's purpose in our lives. You know, God's purpose started with Jesus Christ. And then you think about Jesus coming, Jesus' life, Jesus' suffering, Jesus' death, his resurrection, his ascension into heaven, all of this of course, is to bring about salvation. Salvation to the whole person. That's what salvation means. It means salvation, healing for the whole person, spirit, soul, and body. It's important for us to remember that we are the church, not the building, but we are the church. And the church of Jesus Christ being the body of Christ, we are actually Christ in this world. So think about what God wants us to do and be. We need to be healthy. Jesus' power of healing is demonstrated with compassion and also his power over those things that bound us. In Luke chapter 13, there's this woman that had been crippled uh, with a spirit for over 18 years. When Jesus saw her, She was bent over, not able to straighten up. And when he saw her, he said, woman, you are set free of your infirmity. Think about Jesus with this power who said of this woman of whom Satan had kept bound for 18 long years, he said she should be set free from what bound her. Jesus Christ connected the spiritual and the physical. So I ask you today, what has you bound? What has you bound? Is there sickness? Is it an unhealthy behavior? Is it lack of energy or maybe being surrounded by the wrong friends? What is it that has you bound that you cannot live out your purpose that God has for you? Ask yourself. Of all of the 2020 election topics, you know what comes to the top of the list? Healthcare. Healthcare. Dr. Scott Morris of the Church Health Center in Memphis, Tennessee, an author of Healthcare You Can Live With, Discover Wholeness in Body and Spirit, he says, quote, we can only change healthcare by taking charge of our own Healthcare. The only way you and I can take care of ourselves, we have to do something. We can't rely on someone else. Dr. Morris says that two-thirds of their patients that come to seek treatment for illness, uh, that healthier lifestyles, he says, would actually prevent or control them. You and I, the only way that we're going to make a lasting difference in our wellness, in our overall health, the most effective strategy is overall wellness in our spirit, our soul, and our body. 
We cannot take care of just one area and neglect the others. This sermon series will look at an overall model of healthy living. Using Dr. Morris's book that includes one nutrition, next Sunday I have my nutritionist joining me. He and I will be here talking together about what we eat matters. I want you to come back next week as we talk about that, and then our BC Health will also have one hour after this sermon, whether you want to stay or if you want to get your Sunday school classes to come, maybe. It'll be a good time because Dr. Dan will then answer some questions for you as well about nutrition. We'll also be talking in this series about family and friends and how that affects our wellness program, our emotional life, our work. We're going to talk about movement. We're going to talk about medical care, and we're going to talk about our faith life. During this sermon series, as we take a closer look at those, starting today with faith life. Faith life. I was watching a movie story in Sydney, uh, Sydney Portier. The Simple Life of Noah Dearborn. Sidney was playing the main character, Noah Dearborn, who never got sick and, and lived over 100 years. And they asked him, they said, you've never gotten sick. What, what, what is your secret? What, what goes on? And he, he loved so much what he did. He, he was a carver and, and a builder of furniture and his answer was this, quote, when you love what you do, truly love it, sickness and death will get tired of chasing you. Don't you love that? Sickness and death will get tired of chasing you and finally just give up and leave you alone. And then he says this to him, clear your mind of all that concerns you and do the right thing. I'm glad I love what I do. I think I'll be around a long time. Studies have proven that half the doctors, the patients that go to doctors that, that come in, they usually come in because their lives are falling apart. There's no specific physical problem that they are having. If we choose not to nurture our spirit, if we choose not to be healthy physically, and certainly we will not be healthy in our whole self spirit, soul, and body. Our key verse says, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. You have to connect it all. Prayer is perhaps the most obvious way for us to connect faith and health. But what can we expect when we pray? When God was delivering the children of Israel out of Egypt, Numbers 21 records uh, that the people grew impatient uh, on their way and they, they spoke against Moses and against God. They said, why have you brought us out here to die in the wilderness? They complained, there's no bread, there's no water, and the food just doesn't taste great at all. And then in Numbers 21, verses 4 through 8, it says, Then the Lord sent venomous, or poisonous snakes among them. They bit the people, and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. 
Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, make a snake, put it on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. And so Moses made a bronze snake, put it on a pole, and then when anyone was bitten by the snake, looked up at the bronze snake, they lived. You know, the most widely recognized universal symbol of medicine and health care is a snake entwined staff symbol known as the rod of Asclepius, the Greek god of healing. But of course, for us Christians, we go here. It's about faith for us. And therefore, in the New Testament, you hear Jesus talking about this very event. Jesus mentions the bronze snake in the wilderness. In John chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, Jesus says this. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, he says, even so the Son of Man will be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. My brothers and sisters, Jesus and healing goes together. Jesus and health are one. In Luke chapter 5, verse 17, it says, And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. But Jesus was able to do more than heal the sick. Jesus was able to heal the sick in body and soul. When Jesus saw the faith of the friends of the paralyzed man in Luke chapter 5, notice what he says. He says, friend, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. The man was paralyzed. But Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And when the religious leaders began to question what Jesus was doing, Jesus said, which is easier? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or get up and walk? What can you and I expect when we pray? If we're praying for a child in a coma, then we probably will pray that the child is restored completely to a normal function and that the child will live a long and healthy life. But if you and I were praying for 85, 95-year-old person in a coma, we probably would expect something different. We probably would expect, not not expect that person to be youthful like they were in their teenagers, but we probably would pray that Lord might allow them to walk again. We might even pray and ask God that they no longer suffer. If the person has been suffering for a long time, we often pray for the person to die peacefully and for God to comfort the family in their loss. See, there are five things that we can expect when we pray. Dr. Morris talks about these. First, he says that healing will always be a mystery. Healing will always be a mystery. Don't think that you can ever promise somebody when you pray that this is going to happen. Healing is a mystery. No one can say what constitutes healing or when it occurs. Second thing you can expect is illness and suffering can be a way to grow closer to God. Suffering allows us to identify with the wounds of Jesus Christ. 
Because Jesus suffered, then we're able to identify with our Savior. Even though sometimes, and we all know, that suffering can actually hinder us and builds a, a wall, sometimes making us blind to the presence of God. But it still can be used as a way to grow. The third thing we can expect in prayer, we can expect that life and death is in God's hands. Is in God's hands. One thing we know is that there is a power that God has given in these complex and restorative power of God's creation in the human body that determines whether a person is going to live or not. That's not in our hands. And then fourth, we need to know this, that when we pray that God cares about our suffering, God cares about our suffering. Remember the woman with the issue of blood. She said this, I love this, in Mark chapter 5, if I could just touch his clothes, she says, then I would be healed. If you can remember, when she touched Jesus, Jesus felt that. The scripture says in Mark chapter 5, verse 29, it says, once Jesus realized that power had gone, at once Jesus realized that power had gone out of him. Let me tell you something. You can still touch Jesus, and Jesus still feels. Jesus still feels. The last thing is that you can expect is that God will not abandon us. When you pray, you can believe like the summons. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I know that I will fear no evil because God is with me. No matter where you are in your journey of health, I want you to grab hold of God and know that God is with you. This is 2020. Ask yourself the question, what does that picture of wellness look like for you? What does your picture of wellness look like for 2020? What do you want to be when, when, when it comes to wellness? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about where you want to be? What will you look like? I want you to be realistic now. I, I see a lot of things on Facebook. I don't recognize people. They use this little thing that they change their face so much. Don't put up one of those pictures and say, that's what I want, Pastor. Be realistic. What do you want to look like? What do you want to do? What kind of activities would you like to do? How would you like to feel? And then ask yourself, what actions will it take to move me in that direction? I want all of us to be healthier this year, spiritually and physically. Physically, let's journey together. Let's do this together. Let's make it our healthiest year yet. That no matter how old we are, what our socioeconomic status is, where we live, let's make this our healthiest year ever. Are you with me? Let's do this. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you so very much. We know that you, through Jesus Christ, God, has given us health. Sometimes we, we take it for granted. And we're praying today, Lord Jesus, that you touch us.
Forgive us. Forgive us for not taking care of ourselves. Help us that we'll do better this year, that we will set a goal so that we can get our faith life together, so we can surround ourselves with the right friends, so that we can start eating the right things, Father, so that we can have the right health care that we need, the right practitioner that we need, so that we can look at all the things that we are doing and know that we're bringing you glory. We praise you and we thank you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior and you have not yet turned over your health to Jesus, today's a great day. Why don't you pray this prayer with me? Say, Father, thank you for good health. Thank you for giving me a vision of good health. I want you to help me in every decision I make concerning my health. Help me to choose the right people, the right practitioners, the right food, the right exercise, and the right people to be around. I pray, Father, that you do a great work in our people this year, this family at Bear Creek. Help us to be the healthiest that we've ever been, that we can give you praise and glory. We pray in your son Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. We hope you've enjoyed this program. For more information and directions to our church, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org or call the church office at 281-463-2330. You can also submit a prayer request by clicking on the contact page of our website.